This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. That's DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me, as always, L. Ray Sexton. What's going on, Casey? Not too much, buddy. How are you? Oh, having a fantastic day. Fantastic day. Why don't you tell everyone uh, what this podcast was all about, and we'll get right into it. So we talked to Frank. Frank's an actor. He makes movies, and they're good. So you should watch them. So pay attention during the interview and you'll hear the names of the movies he was in. And then you can go check them out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. This dude's an awesome actor. Uh, fairy undercover bullhead. Now, see, I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't going to tell him all that. I was going to make him watch the interview to find out Casey. What I'll, edit it out. <laughs> I'll edit it out. <laughs> it's called a teaser. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's do the house cleaning and get right into it. We are a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find all of the other great shows over at DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. We are one of the podcasts of the month this month, along with the Steve and Crypto Show. Go check them out over at DeluxeEditionNetwork.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Come follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Deluxe Edition Pod. Go check out the postings over on Instagram at Deluxe Edition Pod. What kind of stuff are you posting over there, Ray? Uh, mostly garbage. You know what I do over there. Birthday posts, when movies were released, random memes. You know, if you're a, a hot chick and you want to send me some pictures to post on Instagram, I'll post those too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you would like to support our show, go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod and you can find every show over there unedited immediately after it's recorded. Go buy a t shirt, whatamaneuver.net slash collection slash deluxe dash edition. What do you got for us today, Ray? Uh, I have a much easier link. It's 10 cent beer night podcast at T Public. Much easier to find. And I sell bootleg deluxe edition merchandise over there, along with uh, funny T-shirts and 10 cent beer night stuff. Yeah, Ray's been posting a lot of the memes that he's been uh, posting on uh, Instagram as T-shirts over at tpublic.com. And then just search for the 10 cent beer night with a K podcast and you will find all that stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, Ray. Anything else? No, that's it. Let's do it. All right, here it is. Here he is. What's up, man? Not too much. It's dark and cold out here. <laughs> where are you? Where are you calling in from, man? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Awesome, man. Yeah. Where you so, uh, L.A. Cleveland. We're in uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yep. <laughs> hey, I just heard there's a new uh, uh, Spinal Tap coming. Yes. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, we just talked about that. Ray, you just posted about that the other day, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was a couple weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Sure. What time is it over there? It's late over there, right? It's 10, 10 in the evening. Yeah, 10. Thanks, so thanks, for, uh, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, no worries. How do you say your last name, by the way? In Dutch? <laughs> I, I I always <laughs> it's Lummers, but I always thought if ever I go to America, then then uh, Lummers means uh, lamb. 
so you know, it doesn't mean, but it sounds the same. So I thought I'll call myself Frankie on yellow. And I'll make <laughs> myself from Italian descent. <laughs> so uh, tell us about like, so is like the goal, like we talked to someone else that was from England. So you, you've been acting almost all your life, right? Like, is the goal eventually to come to America to like to, to be a full time actor? Because you know, if you look at your IMDb page, you're you're doing quite well for yourself over there. No, no. So, so that's what I do. So I don't have to go there to be a full time actor. I'm I'm already uh, there. Uh, I've been to LA. I've done one film there. Uh, it was called D. Some kind of horror strange story. It was fun. So um, then I uh, applied for a green card, but then Trump came along and he <laughs> fucked up everything. So, yeah, that's what happened, basically. But that's so that no problem. Yeah, so let, let's talk about Derailed a little bit, because uh, that's mm-hmm. our friend Dale Fabregar. He directed mm-hmm. that and, and wrote mm-hmm. part of that. Mm-hmm. What was it like working with Dale? Yeah, that was cool, and uh, for me, obviously, it was cool to to be in LA and to to be able to to actually uh, record a film. Um, it was quite different, uh, but it also had to do with the film and and the scenes I was in because it was all in a train. So we we shot every scene one way, then they did another scene, another scene, another scene, then they turned it around, which is not the way we work here because we finish scenes so but working with dill was cool how is he yeah he's good i just texted him the other day and is he making new stuff yeah yeah he just uh he just came out with a new music video uh the other day i saw that he posted i'm not sure what uh, movies he's working on lately hmm. he, he should ask him why the fuck he didn't call me <laughs> <laughs> No, it was fun, and uh, it was fun being in LA. And uh, uh, in the weekend off, I drove to Tijuana and I done all kinds of crazy stuff. So that was cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to really work there, you, you you probably have to go and live there. And, uh, and someone here told me we've been there, uh, and she had a lot of work here as well and, and someone there said so why are you here if you can do all the stuff there and that's partly true i i can do fantastic stuff here in europe so there's there's no real need to to go to america at the moment but uh if somebody has a job or uh, wants to represent me or whatever uh, they can always call so what was the what was the purpose of getting the visa then uh, no, because for the film with Dale, we were working with uh, uh, Suzanne De Laurentiis, uh, the producer. And basically, I was on a vacation with my family in, in, in uh, California doing the, the, the Route 1 touristy stuff. And um, then she mailed me and she said, uh, I'm looking for actors from Europe and I've been watching a gazillion of films and the only one I really like is you. So would you like to come over one time? And I could happily say, well, I'm around the corner. I'll meet you in 10 minutes. So that's that's basically how my life goes. It's uh, ridiculous. Uh, so I was accidentally in, in L.A. And, and uh, then I went to the Paramount Studios and they said, oh, Mr. Lamas, we'll park your car. And I was like, what's happening here? This is weird stuff. And then I came into, she, she took me, there. there's a cafe there for um, uh, directors and actors. And there was nobody inside. There was only one table where were people. And uh, who was sitting there? Henry fucking Winkler. <laughs> hey. And I thought, wow, man. I'm from a small town in, in, in Holland, you know. And the farms was quite something. So, yeah, that was super. So then I did that film, and that went well, and we won some prizes, and blah, blah, blah. So uh, um, things were going. So I thought, okay, uh, let's go, and let's give it a try. Um, 
And uh, I, I only needed one more uh, conversation at the embassy, if that's how it goes. Uh, but then uh, Trump came and all talks at the embassy were uh, canceled. Mm. So, and after that, yeah, I've been busy, too busy to, to try again or whatever. Yeah. So you said, not to win so, him, but, yeah. so there's a lot, there's a lot you said there. So like, uh, when they offered to park your car, like you're you're a famous actor in in the Netherlands where you're from, like you mm-hmm. won some major awards over there, which we're gonna get mm-hmm. into. But so like they don't they don't take care of you like that over there. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's a completely different industry. We don't have big studios like that with with gates with Paramount on it, and no, the industry is much smaller here, which is also okay because. Uh, it's easier to get around, you know, everybody. And, uh, and that's, that's also fun. But uh, obviously the, the budgets are smaller. Uh, it's it's harder to, to dream big in the stories you want to tell. But then again, I, I think we make some nice stuff. It's nice enough to get into a, a, an American podcast. So and there you go. Yeah. So... Yeah, so like that's how I found that's how I found you is is through the series Fairy, which is on Netflix. I didn't even know about Undercover. I just saw uh, Fairy was on there, and then, so we we binge watched that in like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Awesome fucking series, man. Thank um, you. So yeah. like when when they made or when they yeah I guess when they made Undercover, were they talking about making Fairy the series? Already, or basically, what happened is uh, there was the first undercover, and this was a a huge success not only in Holland but but in in all of Europe and South America, and blah blah. And then, uh, this this was originally meant to be a police series, so about these undercover guys who went undercover on a campsite and uh, trying to catch this big drug lord, which was me. And they caught me, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, so in series two, supposed to be in there at all, but my character became so popular, they put me in, but only for six shooting days or something. I was in, I was in jail all the time. Then they decided to make a part three with me again, because everybody was complaining, all the, the audience was complaining, where's Ferry? And um, when that was finished, um, the story between me and the undercover guys was really everything was told so they had to come up with something new and the character was still this popular that they made a spin-off of it and then first they made a film which was in time way before undercover actually uh, then we made the series which is between the film and undercover and Actually, now we are shooting a new film, which is after Undercover. So it's like a bit like Star Wars, like you can watch it in all kinds of orders. The yeah. order we shot it in or uh, the order in, in, in just a timeline, which gives a totally different pr- perspective, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually liked watching fairy first the series because it is the prequel to to the undercover series and then i did i only found out about the movie after that so i still have to go back and watch that but uh we just started watching the third season of of undercover where your character gets out of jail and he's he's like starting to turn really ruthless man it's it's pretty badass man yeah but if you watch it in that order then this police guy is of course, the bad guy all of a sudden, because you don't want Fairy to get caught. Which is fun, because originally that's not the intention. I was the bad guy, you know. So right. we managed to switch that around, which is quite, uh, I like it. It's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, man. No, it's a it's a great series. And that's actually your character is actually based on a real person, right? Uh, no, not really. The, the The thing on the campsite has happened. And from from that on, it's fiction. Oh, okay. Because um, uh, yeah, we 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 don't really know that guy, and uh, we only know that there has been a guy on a campsite, and there've been undercovers uh, undercover on a campsite for quite a long time, which is yeah. a ridiculous job, actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Imagine being undercover, pretending to be your friend, and then they fuck you over. It's it's it's. You, yeah, you must, that's bad. That's also badass. I couldn't. Yeah, do it. it's you know it. It really you know you. Fairy is like a, a ruthless criminal and stuff, but you you feel bad for him because yeah. he is getting fucked over by these people who are pretending yeah. to be his yeah. friend. You know. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah. No, and it works actually quite well because uh, my wife in a series is also fantastic, and we have a good chemistry and. Uh, uh, to 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 see the soft side of the criminal when he's at home, and uh, it, it gives you the opportunity to 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 show a lot of sides of the specter in in this in the character of this man. And I think that's why it works. Actually, yeah, yeah, great, great, uh, great show, man. Um, highly recommended to anyone that. So, like, I'm so like. I don't know. I I don't know a lot about the world. Like I didn't I didn't know there was a Netflix Netherlands. So like was this on the Netflix prior to coming to the United States or like how how did how did that work? Uh, I think uh, so Netflix has offices everywhere basically now and they make local content and if it's uh, if it's good enough they they put it on all over the world. So, uh, for example, uh, ferry is very popular on the Bahamas. Nobody mm-hmm. knows why, but but uh, it's been there for number one for quite a while in the listings. Do they like so, Do they like ecstasy in the Bahamas? No, that's probably why it's very popular in the South of America because that's <laughs> also Paraguay, Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil. It's huge, man. So that's funny. For us, and that Netflix brought that to the game for us, because yeah, before this we we would make movies and then we put on two posters and then uh, there were a hundred thousand people in the cinema come and watch it, and that would be it. It was very difficult to get our stuff uh, across the border. And look where I am now, man! <laughs> so that's fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. So Netflix uh, uh, just. And distributed, That's a difficult word. Around the world. So, like, does it bother you? Because, like, you speak great English. Does it bother you then? Like, when they dub over your voice, like, do you do you wish that that you would also get the opportunity to to do it in in English? Yeah, I ask that, but uh, that's quite a fair amount of work. And. Let's say I could do it then in English, French, Spanish, German. I could do that myself, but that's like uh, four or five months of work. Yeah, and I I prefer to do other stuff. So, I, I it's difficult to watch because I feel uh, some of the voices do it quite well, but obviously there there are some small details or whatever that that are in there intentionally and they don't pick it up and, I, and then i think hey you're raping my work man come on right so if you watch this show and you can there's a button you can watch it in the original language is better yeah i actually like watching there's another movie that we're going to talk about here that you did, but I actually like watching things uh, with the subtitles um, because it forces me to pay attention to the movie. Like a lot of times, you know, we all have this in front of us. A lot of times if I'm watching a movie and I, you know, I get a text or whatever, then I'll, I'll just, you know, zone out and look, start looking at my phone. But if I'm watching with subtitles, you can't do that. No, but it's also like speech is, is a very important uh, part of of the performance, and I put effort in it, man. So, right. you lazy bums on the couch put effort <laughs> in it as well, watching it in the original language. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a that's got to be weird seeing your yourself and having somebody else's voice coming out of your face. Yeah, it is Turkish, Chinese. Uh, I can speak it all, man. It's <laughs> unbelievable. No, but but most of the time they 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 also have a different style of acting in in, in those kind of countries. So so it's it's way bigger and more. So they go like, <laughs> that's not me. 
So yeah, difficult. So like, you know, all these different languages. When, when I booked you on the podcast, I was a little worried about like you knowing English. And then, and then everyone that I talked to is like, dude, everyone other than the American people knows other language, other languages. Like they all learn it early on in school. So like, is that, is that true? Like you had to learn English early on in school or. Yeah. You, even in primary, primary school, you, you get some. And then in, uh, in high school, you, you have English. It's, it's uh, ob- obligatory. Uh, so you do it for six years. And we do everything with subtitles. So we don't have uh, synchronized stuff. So except for Nickelodeon channel. Or, but when I was young, also not. So, so you, you hear other languages all day, which makes it way more easy to comprehend and to, to copy. That's how we do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. So, how many, go through it again. How many? How many different languages do you speak? I can do French, German, English, Spanish, and English and Dutch. So four or five, five. Yeah, that's awesome. I can barely yeah. speak English. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can talk- understand you. You're doing well, man. No worries. <laughs> let's talk about the movie that I did watch in uh, subtitles today. I just watched this today. Wild Muscles. That's great. Where did, where did you find that? I think I rented it on Prime Video, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you great like movie, it? Movie, man. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's actually about Cleveland. Sort of. <laughs> about three guys who, who live somewhere and think, I have to get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Ah, see, no. that can't possibly be about Cleveland. Cleveland's the greatest place on earth. Ah, okay, cool. That's nice. <laughs> That's what my character says as well in this movie. So, and we got everything here. No, but it's yeah, well, it's quite a while ago. It's it's, it's twenty years ago or something. Um, more even. It's the movie I um, made the most friends. Um, still up today. We're all friends. So I, I think you can see this chemistry in the movie as well. Yeah. And this director is, well, he's 60 now and now, but uh, he he's, has always been and still is very talented. Um, I think if he would have lived in the States, he would, would be a great director. But uh, in Holland, it's very difficult for types like this to, to make uh, their own kind of movie. So... Didn't make too much anymore, but no, I I love that movie up to till today. It was fun driving around on Harley Davidsons. I'm yeah. actually one of, one of the few persons who who got driving lessons on a Harley Davidson. I guess. <laughs> so was that you doing like the standing up on the seat and stuff? Was that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> oh my I, god, dude! I, I always do everything myself if they let me. I love it. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Just a couple questions about that. Uh, so you are a musician and a, and a singer. Are you actually a drummer? No, I uh, I had to uh, learn that for it, so I can do that song. That's it. <laughs> Which was difficult enough because it's pretty fast and uh, I had blisters on my hands. And it's still fun to uh, uh, to learn stuff for for films, and you get a coach and. So I had uh, drumming drumming lessons for that, yeah. But I sing, uh, um, I sing in in Holland, uh, yeah. Yeah, just a couple more questions about Wild Muscles. So, like during the movie, they like that band. They're playing a lot of. Uh, I don't. I didn't know the songs, but like they're singing in English, and like a lot of the songs um, that they play on the soundtrack are in English. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, is are American songs like big over there? Like, is that like, why did he choose to use, like, the songs in English? The, Do you know? The, the, the director is a, is a, a walking, uh, uh, how do you call that, encyclopedia on music knowledge. He, he knows so much about, especially Americana music, uh, uh, 
in Lizzie kind of stuff. Um, so he also knew the band, the, the Nashville Pussy, who were in there. The, the rock scene is uh, very big in, in, in small towns where, where the film is situated. Uh, in rural, uh, like, like in America, it's probably the same. Wild parties with guitars and and bang your head away. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we all love that. So that's why it's in the movie, and it's still big. Yeah, not not as it used to be. It's obviously for guys like you and me. I don't know how it is in America, but if you go to like an Iron Maiden or whatever concert here, then you got all these guys looking like you with t-shirts and long hair and, and uh, everybody's above 40. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we're still there, man. We're still rocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and Ray, I think are, are exactly the same age. 51, right? 51. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, Wild muscles, smoking the smoking the muscles, putting that in the joints—is that a real fucking thing? I don't know, man. You should try. <laughs> don't call me if it goes wrong. <laughs> no, this director has such a tremendous, huge, huge fantasy. So this—I don't think it'll work. We didn't try, <laughs> uh, but the fantasy is good, and. Uh, yeah, also the way my character talks about it is is fantastic. Yeah. Well, if, I, if I smoke this, I drum like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. When you got shot in the movie, I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, but I fucking could not stop laughing at that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you think, uh, you thought about everything, <laughs> and then something happens that you didn't think about. Yeah, shooting yourself in your foot. Cool. The only Funny. thing that was a little weird about that movie was the mom and uh, the mom and who oh, was the I'm main character? So I'm so glad you say this. I've been fighting with this from with the director up till today. <laughs> I tell him if you if he would have let this this uh, theme out of the film, it's fucked up. It, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. And I don't know, but he was so stubborn. That's also his problem. Oh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna phone him later when this is finished. We're <laughs> gonna say I talked to these guys in America and they said that's a fantastic film, but the line with the mother, no, don't do it. Yeah, it was no, a little I, weird. I, like you could tell I something. Completely was, agree. Yeah, something was going on there, and then when she started actually making out with him, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, no, it's not good. No, good. I agree. But other than that, man, great. Your acting in it is phenomenal. So yeah, just, um, just watch the movie and skip that bit. You've been looking pretty good these last few weeks, man. Yeah, I got a, a secret stash of the stuff in the mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the Caldera Lab stuff too, huh? I did get it, dude. This is some great stuff, man. It's a three product regimen. Um, you can go to their website and check the, uh, the third-party results yourself. You don't have to believe Ray or I, but we've both been using it. It's great stuff. The three-product regimen of the good, the base layer, and the clean slate, people who have used it are experiencing smoother and healthier-looking skin. It's really great stuff. Go over to calderalab.com and use promo code DELUXE for 20% off. This is a great deal, Ray. Yeah. Look good, feel good, live good. That's what I always say. Absolutely. CalderaLab.com. Use promo code DELUXE for 20% off of your entire order. Talked about the Golden Calf Award. What did you win that for? The that's like Is that like our like uh, Golden Globe Award or like our Emmy Award? Something like that, yeah. Uh, that was a film. It's called... Uh, I've been nominated like five times or something but uh, uh i won it for it's called not 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 night ride it was about taxi war in amsterdam which actually happened uh, that was a great movie just about this taxi driver who um, we used to have permits in amsterdam and the permits were worth two hundred thousand dollars or something and then all of a sudden, the, the, the government said, uh, no, this is no good anymore. Everybody can drive. So but all these guys had invested like tons of money in in permits. And then all other kinds of guys just went driving taxis. So they 
Would it be like our Uber and Lyft? Like, do you know what that is? Yeah, probably. Like the like how there's like the the established like taxi companies, and like Ray or I could get, go drive our car and pick somebody up. Yeah, but even worse, because in the old days, you had to pay like two 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 hundred thousand euros to 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 get a permit. So they they would sell their permit, and that was their their pension or their mm. whatever. And all of a sudden, they were worth nothing anymore because of a stupid thing by the government, and there was also no uh, uh, compensation for it. <laughs> so they went bankrupt, basically, Jesus. all of them. And then the other guys came in, and then, so they started beating each other up, of course. But this was all due to to and what else is new government shit, <laughs> bad thinking. But hey, yeah, we I'm, can make nice films about it, you know, yeah, win right. awards. And, yeah. And they were never compensated. Like they, they paid all that money and never got anything for it. No. What the fuck? Yeah, it was. So that, that's why uh, it, was, it was a cool movie. Because you could see this guy going deeper and deeper down in the, in the, in the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look for that one. I couldn't find it uh, in my quick little research that I did. No, I don't know. What is the uh, the national news quiz? What what's that? <laughs> well, it's exactly what it says, man. It's just a quiz on in the uh, in the end of the year, and everybody, uh, all all famous people, are, were per- participating and wanting to win that one. Because uh, it was about, uh, it was at the end of the year, so it was about the year, and who knew uh, the most from, um, yeah, from things happened happened that year. But it happened to be I just got my, uh, I got a child who was awake all, all night, <laughs> and at that time there was no Netflix or something like that. But you just had the news going on and on all night so that year i've been watching the news 400 times i knew everything (laughs) everything so i wanted like yeah that was nice is that like a is that like a big like televised competition over there well no anymore it doesn't exist anymore but uh, it used to be at that time it was yeah why did they do you know why they got rid of it God, well, the 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 the, the system here is uh, that's a long story. It's it's pretty complicated. I don't know. Nobody nobody understands what's happening on in mm-hmm. television land here. But I remember winning, and there was a big party at my neighbor's garden, and I I always win everything, and people <laughs> hate that. So then I came in with this trophy, and they went like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no." Not again. <laughs> that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Washington. You played John Adams yeah. in Washington. How did that come about? Great, great character. Uh, were you dubbed over in that also? Yeah, but I'm very uh, upset about that one. Yeah. It's... Uh, I put really some effort in it and um, this was actually done by a Dutch director uh, the same one I made uh, Michiel de Ruiter with a uh, big uh, naval hero shit uh, movie, another shit movie it was a good movie but uh, uh, it was the same director and he asked me to do that so I flew to Romania and I put a lot of effort in, 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 in having the right accent there and I think it was okay but they dubbed me anyway and so I'm still pissed off about that one. Well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, we talked to uh, Doug Jones about that. I don't, I don't know if uh, you know who he is. He he plays a lot of. Um, he was in the Shape of Water. He was in the in the suit in that movie. Oh yeah, he yeah, plays, yeah, yeah, He plays yeah, yeah. in the in the suit. Yeah. Um, but that was that was one. He did that also. The same thing. Like learned a lot of uh, dialect and everything for a movie that he did, and then they dubbed him over and. Yeah. Um, that's actually in his contract. That's actually in his contract now that they can't dub him over. So you should uh, you should look into that. Yeah, but it was this is a friend of mine. So <laughs> yeah. and then um, 
like two months ago or something to I uh I needed some English stuff for, for something in LA and uh and so I asked him the the thing and he sent it to me and then I saw I was dubbed so they never told me so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I called and said hey what the fuck come on yeah I should have yeah that's gotta that's gotta really like Ray said you know it's when you're watching it and you hear someone else's voice coming out of your mouth it's ah, especially if you don't know so I, right. I was watching it I thought okay there we go there I am yeah yeah, I know that was stupid. Yeah, because like you said earlier, it does take away a little bit from the acting because you know, you put yeah. like, you know, as as close as they try to get with their, you know, dubbing over, it's still it's still never the same. No, it's not me. Right. But still life's too short to uh to 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 uh be really upset about stuff like this. It's okay. Yeah. I, don't I and, like uh, it. It was fun. Yeah, it was really good. And yeah. did you get paid the same? No, I got paid. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> that was cool. But uh, filming in Romania and the catering over there, uh, nah. Not good? <laughs> That's another statement, my friend. I survived. <laughs> I came home alive. Yeah. What kind of the, what kind of stuff are they feeding over there in Romania? Nobody knows, man. It's in this foam little thingies, and it's got all kinds of colors and all kinds of structures, and it looks like somebody has already eaten it. And <laughs> I don't know. So uh, did you uh, you lose weight on that trip? <laughs> no, I wasn't too long, fortunately. <laughs> I could lose some weight though. So. <laughs> Be okay. You talked about uh, being a musician, so I I couldn't yeah. find this. It says that it's on uh, your Instagram. Says it's on Spotify. I don't know if it's because we're in in the United States um, or what. But Days of Gold is that a new album of yours? No, that's just a song. I I made a movie in um, in the Corona time. I made a, a movie because everybody here was complaining. I uh, I thought, oh well, come on. You can always do something. So I just called four friends and we made a movie. We sold it to Netflix, which was kind of okay. And then we made this song as a title track. But uh, I'm, uh, singing is more of a, a hobby, but a hobby in sold-out stadiums. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, we, we have um, like a group of, of famous Dutch singers. The real singers. I'm not a real the singer. streamers, right? The streamers, yeah, yeah. So those are all famous Dutch singers, and I am, so to say, their manager. But I sing with them myself. So what we did, this is also also was in Corona time. We we did a concert on on. Uh, we did a streaming concert, so you could everybody could watch it at home, and um, like. 25% of Holland watched this stream. Uh, and so I'm the manager, I'm singing, and uh, they are all singing, and it's one big party, and you know, it was a very big success. And from then on, now, every now and then, we play all together. Um, it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I flew through a stadium. It's like, hey, we can... <laughs> This is off my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I saw you on. Uh, if you look it up on YouTube, I saw you singing "Highway to Hell," the ACDC yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, it's the only one I could stadium. find in in yeah. uh, English. Yeah. Yeah. In an empty stadium. <laughs> yeah, you have an amazing vo- singing voice, though, man. In a big stadium. Uh, this was also during Corona, so no, we couldn't have any audience. So then we would just play in a stadium, like it was a big concert, but people could watch it at home. And the first f- f- few we did for free because we just wanted to bring some relief uh, to everyone. And now, uh, now we're playing basically everywhere, uh, but not too much. And I have, uh, I'm going to do a, gr- a big Christmas show, being Santa, uh, which I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What, so talk about that movie. I forgot to write it down. Uh, or no, I did write it down, but I'm, I, don't speak Dutch. Um, I will give it a go. I will, I will try it. Uh, Groten van Gary. Uh, that's a 
Corona movie. Well, it's not bad. Groeten van Gerry. Yeah, yeah, but I understood. Yeah, that was fun. Because uh, actually, so half of March, uh, Corona kicked in here. And uh, then I, everybody started complaining. Ah, we cannot do anything anymore. Give me money. Give me money to the, to the government. And I was like, hey, come on. So I called a friend. I said, come on, we're going to make a movie. And we wrote it in two weeks together. And then we started shooting a week after that. And a month later, we were finished. Uh, and it came out, yeah, fairly okay. It's about this teacher in, uh, he's at home. He has to teach uh, his class, which was very difficult, of course, because nobody was paying attention. That's what I saw uh, with my daughter here who had classes, but she was like this on her telephone. <laughs> the teacher was talking, but none of the students were paying attention. I thought that's, that's an interesting um, and then I thought, okay, if he does that, then you had all these guys who were going viral because they were in their underwear and, and uh, in in the office, and you had all these films. I thought, okay, what 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 happens if a, if if um, a teacher uh, is in his underwear and goes viral, and then he says some smart stuff accidentally like like uh, the Krasinski uh, album the garden the gardener it's called so he becomes very big on internet and all and that also ends again so yeah it was fun to do we were at four people so cameraman lights sound me and uh, all the other actors were actually on the screen so they would build a, a set at home and we would film it on our location. We would film the uh, the screen, so like this, basically. And yeah. it worked. It worked fairly well, actually. Yeah, I have it. Uh, I also have that uh, in my queue to watch next, along with yeah. uh, admirals. Um, yeah. Admirals. What What is admirals? Talk about admirals. Is that that's like the history of the Netherlands? Uh, you had a big admiral uh, in the 1700s. He was called Michiel de Ruyter, and um, he, he invented the Marines. So what we know nowadays as the Marines, um, he invented the concept then. Because obviously uh, America didn't really exist at that time. Um, he was the first one who thought of, uh, we, we have to make a big army on the sea like a fleet uh, we have to have specialized soldiers for that and uh, he was a he was a good guy um, who was always, always like a real patriot in a, in the good in the good sense of the word he also was one of the first ones who had a black guy as a friend um, so the film is actually about his life or about part of his life, which was very much fun because it had a, a big Errol Flynn feeling to it. I flew between two boats and fought with swords and that kind of stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that when I have that. Uh, that's that's up uh, coming up after uh, the other one. Somebody um, said... said uh, uh, he saw Napoleon, the, the movie of Ridley Scott now, and he, he compared the two. And he liked he liked uh, he liked uh, the Admiral better. So, yeah, you, you look really cool in it with your hair. Is that your real hair? Not all of it. <laughs> I'd like to see these extensions, but of course, I'm a guy, so I cannot take care of it. So every morning I would wake up and my pillow would be all kinds of my wife would go. Ugh. And I smell, you know, I was, but it was fantastic to do because it's for, for Dutch standards, this was a really huge film with a lot of extras and a lot of things blowing up. It was really fun. Nice. Fun film to do. And then the guy who directed that, the same one as Washington, fucked me over with the, 
Oh, that was the one? That's yeah, the guy? That was the one, yeah. No, he's fantastic. He, he'd been in L.A. for quite a long time, and he, he's just he's got a totally different um, way of filming. He does his own camera, and uh, he just keeps running around, and uh, every now and then you don't know what, sh- what scene you're where he, you are. He just says, okay, no, it doesn't matter. Just scream something. But then in the end, it all comes together. And obviously, that's easier in a in a film about the seventeen hundreds because they only had one suit, so <laughs> you could basically put any any scene everywhere. Yeah, it was very much fun. I think it's well, it's it's for a big action film. Uh, we don't do them too often. They're too expensive for us to make. But uh, fortunately, I could do this one. But I, I really had a lot of fun. As I said, there were two boats, and I could swing like Errol Flynn on a rope. I was standing on the on the the, the I don't know what it's called, but uh, of one boat. And then the producer came running. He said, "No, no, you cannot, you cannot swing yourself." And I, I said, "Hey!" <laughs> and there I went. Which was fairly dangerous because they have to pull you up. And you're on a rope and they have to pull you up. And then you land on the other side. If they don't pull you up on time, you just smash yourself against the, the side of the. Which actually happened with a stuntman next to me, which was pretty nasty, actually. But they were South African. They would just go, like, oh, I'll go through the job. You know, don't blood. Yeah, it was fantastic. I've seen you do some crazy stuff, like the the motorcycle standing on the motorcycle in Wild mm-hmm. Muscles, and then uh, the the streamers when there was a crowd. I saw you dive it. Was that the streamers? Were you no? That was over into else. the yeah. Oh, you, you stage dove. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I misjudged the the distance, so I didn't make it. And, well, they still uh, got you up there, though. Sort of, yeah. That was okay, but uh, this is uh, this is the biggest. Um, uh, music festival in Holland we got so it's like uh, 50,000 people or something and then uh, I jumped but it was too far and there was this fence so I hit my calf with on the fence so I, I'd been sitting backstage after that for two hours with <laughs> with pills and everything so, uh, it was really uh, but yeah you know I'm the kind of guy I, again bucket list been there done it uh, if if you're on stage, then, then I thought uh, I'm just I'll, I'll go. Let's go. Rock you ever roll. do any stage Hello, diving, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've done stage diving quite a bit actually. <laughs> yeah, Ray was in a punk band back in the uh, in the day. Yeah, back in the nineties. What was it called? Uh, Hostile Amish. Amish, that's a cool name. <laughs> Are you Amish? No. <laughs> that was That'll the shtick, though. We had the hats and the overalls and all that. Oh, stuff. cool. Yeah. We had uh, butterflies on stage. Yeah, it was fun. Is there footage on, on the internet somewhere? Uh, yeah, they still play, actually. They've been around since 91, and they're still together. They kick you out? Yeah. <laughs> but technically I quit once I got kicked out a second time and then we agreed to just part ways the third time <laughs> when is the fourth time uh, probably never we're still friends though so it's cool what did you play uh, I'm a singer okay cool I'm gonna look that up it sounds really good Let's talk about something that's coming up uh, with one of our future guests also, uh, Station 211. Is this filmed already or is this in no, the works? No, no, I don't know, I don't know where, where, it's, where it's at at the moment. I, uh, every now and then I hear something, but uh, I think I have a hard time getting getting the money together. So, hmm. so has any of it been without me? But, uh, has any uh, of it been shot or anything? Not to my knowledge. But, oh, okay. Uh, no, hmm. no, so, yeah, yeah, because uh, Jake, we're we're having Jake Busey on in a, uh, in the new year, and he's listed as uh, one of the actors in that. Yeah, yeah, I'll ask him. I'll, I'll uh, now you say I'll, I'll text the, the producer where they at. 
this should have been shot like February last year, but then obviously didn't have any money, and it's probably pretty expensive because it's on the North Pole somewhere with Nazis in the. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy story, man. Yeah, it looks cool. From what I, I read, left, I would love to do it, but um, yeah, it's still not happening. No. All right. Um, one last movie I want to talk about that I watched. Mm-hmm. Another weird one, man. Bullhead. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It was real good. Yeah, it was nominated for an Oscar. Actually, does shit like that actually happen? Like, is that is that is that like is that like real? Like the the bull trade, like shooting the bulls, like full of steroids and all that shit. Like, is that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a big mafia that used to be. Obviously, nowadays the con- the control is much bigger than it used to be uh, in the meat industry. But but in the eighties, nineties, they 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 just stuffed them with all kinds of steroids and other. But that was yeah, it was a spectacular movie. I really liked it. That was good. It was also fun to do because it was a very open team. Uh, the the Matthias Kunarts, the the lead character, uh, obviously made the work of it. He he trained uh, like months and months and just pumped himself up to 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 a bull like figure. We had a lot of fun, and with this director who went to America after that, uh, he could like that. Yeah, he would listen and take your ideas into. Uh, consideration and uh, it was fun working but I the thing was with this one I broke my foot two weeks before uh, shooting so so you're on crutches for real that's actually you on crutches in that movie (laughs) I had to call him and say sorry man I've been playing football and uh, I've done something stupid I broke my ankle so he was immediately okay 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 Uh, we need another car it's, uh, we used to have like a car with gear, but I couldn't do the, the clutch with my left foot, so we needed uh, an automatic, so it wasn't the biggest problem. And then there's the scene, yeah, you see him watching, but actually that's much better because that makes this, this, this image so much more weird and... and yeah, believable in a, in, a, in a weird kind of way. Because otherwise you just see five people walking. And now you see four and one on crutches. Yeah. But the first sentence in the movie, uh, when I come in, is uh, he says, hey, uh, what happened? I said, ah, yeah, well, the football, you know. That wasn't in the script, of course, but we had to <laughs> say something about it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, another great movie, man. I, I can't remember where I watched that at, but uh, maybe on YouTube. Um, great yeah. movie, though. Yeah, that's dark. That's dark. Yeah, shit. it's really, it's really yeah. fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing in Belgium. You can make like really because very and undercover also Belgian products. I'm from Holland. You wouldn't know the difference probably, but uh, 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 they 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 make dark. Nice edgy stuff there. That's cool. Yeah. So, did you always want to be an actor? Like when you were a little, like what was the, what was the, what, what brought you to acting? No, I, 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 I still don't want to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it, but uh, I never really thought ah, I want to be an actor. It's more like. I, I, on high school, I played a lot of theater, and, and then there was all kind of girls interested. And I thought, oh, okay, uh, this brings me something. So I, I tried out for drama school, and they hired me. I was from a small village. I mean, there was nowhere near a career like that for me. So then I went to the big city, and um, yeah, now we're 35 years further, and I still like it. That, that's basically it. I can remember though, I was six or something. I had to play a sheep in, a, in the Christmas story. There were other sheep, but they weren't paying attention. They had their mask and they were looking for their parents. And I, 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 I really remember thinking, "Hey, 
you're a sheep or you're not. <laughs> Come on. I didn't. So it must have been in there somewhere. Yeah. I guess. How many people on this show, Ray, have we talked to that have gotten into acting because of uh, women? Uh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, come on. He, why do you think he was in the in the sick in the sick Amish or what was they called? Yeah, Hostile, Yeah, that's the same Hostile reason guys Amish. do the band. Yeah, of course. You don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, so that's it, basically. No, and it's also uh, I like to be a child, uh, just to play. It's fun. It film is fun. Like in Wild Muscles, uh, you read the script, you go to the set, and in the script it says uh, you're driving a Harley Davidson, and then somebody comes up and says, "Here, you have a Harley Davidson. Go rides a bit, so you know the machine. How much fun is that? Here, you got a car, racket. Okay." <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. That, that's the fun part of it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, you're you're even though uh, you say you don't want to be an actor, you still don't want to be an actor, man. You're fucking good at it, man. You're really good at it. I'm not gonna stop. Don't worry. <laughs> Great. I'll keep on going. Awesome, man. Ray, what uh, what else do you have for? Uh, I would have my. Uh... <laughs> I was gonna call you fairy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, I just have the real question, which is you have 60 seconds to answer this one. Okay. If you could remake any movie as the main character, what movie would you remake? Once Upon a Time in the West. Cheyenne. My all-time favorite. There you go. Usually, that's what most people pick as their favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, of course, but the, yeah, this is also uh, one of my favorite characters, or another one of Sergio Leone because I really like those films. Uh, 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 Duck, you sucker, or uh, you, you know, and Fistful of Dynamite. Oh. It's also called. And, yeah. And then you you have uh, Rod Steiger. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I watched those. Those are good movies. It's a fantastic movie because that one starts actually. It has three names. Uh, the, 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 uh, it doesn't matter. But it starts as a comedy, a bank robber comedy, and it ends like political drama. And I think that's fantastic. So you lure your, your your audience in, and then you kick them in the nuts. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's a scene in there. It's one of my all-time favorites. He's in a uh, in a cave somewhere, and they shot. They shot his children. He finds his children all laying dead. And then his friend asked, uh, how many? And then he says, all six of them. I never counted them before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. And then it's still, it's, it's, it's funny, but also very moving and uh, fantastic. I yeah. like old Western stuff. It's yeah, I would love to do a Western, any Western. Mm. Yeah. Awesome, man. Nice. Frank, thank you so much, man, for taking thank the time you for out of your, your night time. to do no this. Worry. I really liked it. So, uh, awesome, gonna... man. Pl- please uh, plug away where people can find you, any upcoming things that uh, you want yeah. people to know about. Yeah. Oh, now? Yeah, now. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's we're we're now shooting a new fairy film, which is coming. I don't know when, because uh, Netflix always tells uh, very very late. But you can see a lot of stuff on Netflix in America, and I guess at the moment. And uh, that's the good part. You don't you don't have to really plug it anymore. If if people are interested, they can just go and search and. There's lots of stuff to be seen. I mean, you saw Will the Muscles, you saw Bullet, uh, which uh, is a big compliment. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, man. I'd like to do my uh, my research for this show. And yeah. uh, that, great movies, man. So, yeah, I recommend going to watch those Wild Muscles, Bullhead. Yeah. And if there's and, an uh, agent, if, if there's an agent who thinks, hey, I would like to represent this guy in America, then they can call us. No problem. Yeah, I was surprised, man. Like, uh, 
A lot of times when we book people on this show, you know, I message them on uh, or I message their manager or whatever on IMDb and it takes usually takes a little while to uh, get back to me. And then you emailed me back. I was like, holy shit. No, no, I do. I do. I, I don't have an agent here. I do all my own management here, which is fine because it's very small. But obviously to 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 get some work over there, we you need someone who represents you. And it's difficult to find from here. So. Yeah. And how do you say the name of the town where you grew up? M I R M I E R L O. Mirlo? It's good enough. Mirlo. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. pretty close to uh, Eindhoven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I know somebody that's lived from uh, the United States that's uh, living in Eindhoven right now. Then he must be very intelligent. It's, uh, yeah, it's my. My girlfriend's daughter's boyfriend's sister. Yeah, that's difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she is. Uh, she's very intelligent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the most intelligent region of the world. I grew up in, which is officially proven. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you, man. Oh, I appreciate. Thank you it. very much. Yeah, no worries. Good luck we'll with talk the show. To you again I'm gonna, soon, man. I'm gonna switch off and then I'm going gonna watch the hostile Amish for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you, man. Ciao. Bye bye. Thank you.